New It's in the Game, Danny Blanco, NBA trades going galore, uh, a plethora of things to talk about tonight. Danny Blanco, my man, how you doing? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! There are parts. I'm doing great. First and foremost, thank you for having me. I appreciate you always and truly for having me on. I, I you know, I'm always excited. Um, you know, the NBA season is broken down to a couple of seasons. First is the preseason. Right. Then it's the, the you know, the first initial uh, uh, run through Thanksgiving and then Christmas. And then the second part, you know, when you get to the half of halfway mark of All-Star Weekend, and then obviously you have the trades. And then everything pretty much shuffles after that. So teams that you thought would look the same ends up being totally different and the whole entire NBA universe changes. I am hyped. Listen, man. um, (laughs) You know what? We have all-star rosters now official um, that, that was made last night on TNT. We had the Knicks making a trade with the Clippers. Uh, it puts the Clippers in, in, in a spot where they can be the team to beat, uh, not only in the Western Conference, but in the entire NBA. We'll talk about that in a second. Miami making a trade for um, Andre Iguodala from Memphis, where Iguodala sat out pretty much the entire season, did no work, and he gets a contract extension. I wish I, wish I had that kind of job. Um, D'Angelo Russell goes to Minnesota to play with one of his best friends, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, and what we make of the Warriors going forward. The Rockets were involved in like a big 20-some-odd player deal. Um, we'll get to that. But my thing is, where would you like to start? Ooh, wee. It's juicy. It's juicy. <laughs> we, can go any, we can go anywhere. <laughs> we can go a lot of places. Um, all right. You know what? Just to torture you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to torture you, we can start with your Knicks. Um, all right, big, you know, be big Nick fan, and um, been a, I've been <laughs> I've been a Nick fan for over twenty years now. Oh, um, <laughs> I've seen four playoff appearances in in my Nick fandom. Not, no, I'm, I'm sorry. If you want to count, all right, six, ninety nine, two thousand, oh one, oh four. 11, 12, 13. So 20, 21 years, I've seen six playoff appearances. That's not a good ratio. <laughs> I, I've seen about 10 head coaches, seven GMs, four new presidents. And now we're at a point where when does it stop? And I think the last couple of days, again, we can always say, well, it's a new regime. We'll see how it goes. But basically, we we always start over every two three years. A coach, a trade, a free agent. We we don't we, we don't get the free agents that we want. Uh, we sign four power forwards, which is not ideal. Um, they got a new. Well, they fired Steve Mills early in the week. Uh, right now, Scott Perry is still you know the 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 the, the president of basketball operations for the, on the interim basis. But all signs point to. Um, agents uh, Leon Rose being in that in that position. Uh, they got World Worldwide West involved. Steve Stout is involved with the Knicks organization on like an image kind of thing. And 
kind of just revamping the whole image of the New York Knicks to be cool and be relevant so that when free agents are available, the Knicks can at least have a shot, can, can, be, can be looked at as a possible destination. Now we get to the trade deadline, and we're all going to wrap this up in one big conversation. But uh, the big thing was Marcus Morris was the, 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 the big trade asset that they had. You had the Lakers involved. You had the Clippers involved. And ultimately, it came down to the Clippers trading for Marcus Morris and the Knicks getting back Mo Harkless, a 2020 first-round pick, and I believe a 2021 second-round pick. Um, and the Clippers, they get Marcus Morris and to, to go along with the Kawhi Leonard's and Paul George and Pat Beverly and that roster. And they on a, a, a thing where they could be the top team in the Western Conference and the, and the entire NBA. Um with the Knicks, man, I think it was a move that they, they, they needed to make. They are they are in a rebuilding process, just gathering draft picks just for for their own liking, for a possible trade down the road as a possible asset. But Mars was going to be a free agent this summer anyway. They were not going to resign him, 30 years old. Uh, they want to go in a more younger, youthful direction. And they are preparing for the draft to see what's, what's, what's out there. So I think overall, the last couple of days have been very positive for the Knicks. Ultimately, it's the question of, all right, where do we go next? What happens next? Are they going to hire a new head coach? Uh, the remaining, the remainder of the season, is it now just about the young guys and them getting the, the time and everything? So I, I like the move for Steve Mills getting out of here. I like the move for Leon Rose possibly being the the, the new president of basketball operations. Uh, not sure about Scott Perry staying. We'll see about that. And then them gaining a first-round pick for Marcus Mars, which I think is what they wanted to do from the jump. Uh, Randy, Randy, Randy. Well, you know, yeah, you covered, you've covered pretty much where the Knicks are, where, where they, where they've been your emotions, where the Knicks are, and how you feel. Well, let me tell you this. <clears throat> yeah. Bro- brother, yes, I agree with you on the aspect of it being a positive uh, a positive week. Um, what I uh, want to say is the Knicks were hurt. Well, at least James Jolin was hurt when KD said the Knicks weren't cool. Mm-hmm. The, the, that 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 struck a chord because they they absolutely weren't trying to do anything cool for years. Right now, now all of a sudden, Kevin Durant literally comes out his mouth and says, "Hey, look, Knicks, Knicks is Knicks are boring. They're not it. Pretty much, they're 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 grandpa franchise." That woke everybody up. So now they want to, you know, hire some people that got major, major connections to mm-hmm. see if it does the trick to bring certain, you know, players in. But all that's null and void if you don't draft well and you don't scout well. And the Knicks haven't shown in the past X amount of years that they have not been able to dra- draft nor scout a player that's going to take them over the top. I mean, let's be clear. Not since Patrick Ewing have they drafted anybody of stature. Am I wrong? No, you're right. You're right. So, 
good week. However, uh, I hope they do something with these draft picks, and I hope they draft well. Um, right now, at this point, it would seem, it would seem that Kevin Knox is one more year away from being an I don't know question mark. Mm-hmm. Like, what what do we have? Dennis Smith. I think he's his third year. I think he is in the league now. Uh yeah. Year three. I think he's in his third. I think his third, third year in the league, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. What do we have with Dennis Smith? Fred Nilakina. Uh what do we have? With Fred like you you don't you don't know what you have, yet they're on your team. So it's um it's gonna be a frustrating couple of years for you. So that's how I want to end it on the Knicks. <laughs> I'm going to end it on a sad uh-huh. note. It's going to be a couple of, of it's going to be a couple of questionable years because you really don't know which which direction right. uh, your management's going to go. And you know what, man? A lot of, a lot of fans love Nilakina, and there are fans that look at look on the other side and be like, "So you mean to tell me that if there's a possible trade for somebody, you want to keep?" Nilakina because what? So fans feel like he's a great defender, a good defender, but the offense is not there. And he's been in the league what three, four, three, four years now. Um, and then some fans are like, you know what? We can get rid of him. So now, when the the, the rumor of like, all right, let's say three days ago, it was it, it was Bobby Portis and Frank Nilakina and some sort of a deal for D'Angelo Russell. And no brainer. I, and I see no that brainer. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, all right. No brainer. Where do I sign? No and brainer. And on the flip side, there are fans that say, hey, whoa, look, look, uh, you know, Delos plus minus this and that. He's not a he's not a winner. He's not a he, yeah, he he made the all-star last year, but it was by default, like somebody got hurt. And I'm like, bro, like D, right now, Russell is averaging before we got before he got traded to Minnesota. 24 a game, five and five, and I'm like, yeah. and like you, you, you want to, you don't, you don't. Plus, he's 23 years old. You Knicks don't need that. You don't need. You don't need what? He 23. You say he's 23, right? He's 23 in year one on a max contract, and I'm also was hearing like, oh, pfft, the Knicks don't want to take back that money, and I'm like, listen, all right. If, how much? How much money have they taken back already? I. That's that's my point. I'm like, well, if Delo if Delo was 33, I get it. He's 23 years old, still. Uh, he's an all star, a young and rising talent. Um, just gotta find the right fit for him. Now, would that fit have been New York? I I I don't know. Now we'll see in Minnesota. But when it came down, like, oh, Nelikino or Portis was gonna be involved in some capacity, some shot it down because they did not want to trade Frank. And I'm like, if I could trade Frank tomorrow for D'Angelo Russell, I'm trading Frank for D'Angelo Russell. But if I could trade, if I could trade Frank Nelikina for two pennies, uh, uh, old gym bag, and some <laughs> Skittles, I would trade Frank Nelikina. What am I getting back for him? Uh, getting back some candy, some <laughs> like, come on, let's be mm-hmm. realistic. We 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 don't we what what is he giving us? He's not giving us offense. He's right. not making no one around, around him better. He's not being a defender where the other point guard is being taken out the game. Let's uh, let's be uh, let's uh, let's let's get down to the brass. Like mm-hmm. these folks need to stop talking about people if in reference to 
when you talk about basketball players and you're talking about their skill, their skill level, what they bring to the table, okay? Mm, right. Don't talk about if they're talking about he's a shooter, he's a rebounder, he's a he's an assist man. If he's just a one trick pony, which Frank Nilakina is, he better be one of the best one trick ponies there is. And he's not that. No, you're he's right. not on Patrick. He's not on Patrick Beverly's level for him to to even. And even Patrick Beverly will shoot when he's open, or attack the rim, or throw a floater. He'll know, like, oh, you're not trying to you're not trying to play me. Well, let me shoot my floater. Let me shoot my three. He won't let you just leave him open. But his defense is way more aggressive than Frank Nelikina. So, what are we talking about when you say, oh? Well, his defense would no. That's the that's a terrible, terrible thing to say. Right, and plus, I'm like, if he's been in the league for three, four years now, I'm like, well, you mean to tell me he he can't come up with a jump shot by now or some sort of aggressiveness to be like, oh, okay, now I see him developing. He's working on this. He's working on a floater, a jump shot, the the, the three pointer, a, a fadeaway, a back down. I don't see any of that. Like, you know, okay. Bro, bro. The only way his game works is if he's 6'10", a.k.a. Ben Simmons. Mm -hmm. That's the only way his game works. Because he doesn't have to shoot a jump shot. He can just play straight up D, and he could be a passer. Because he's 6'8", I mean, excuse me, 6'10", he can see over the defense, and his vision is going to be crazy. That's the only way it works. But in a six foot three, six foot four guard, no, doesn't work that way. They should have been traded him. Well, he's still here, so we'll see. God, um, God I, bless I, I think his God name his name is always in a trade a trade rumor on you know trade deadline. What's, what's his value? What's his value? Pennies. I, I, he has no value. I, That's I, why when you put we package him with Portis, uh, it makes sense. You can get something back, and then you get you get D'Lo. Like I'm like I'm confused. So what do you what are the Knicks expecting to get for Frank Nelikina in the next in the next uh, uh you know two draft cycle? I don't know what you're gonna get back for that value. But that, part, that little beetle. But the part I would I would understand is if it's like all right, Bob Portis, Nilakina. And if they start asking, you know, start asking for your 20, 20 first round picks, that's where I'd be like, all right, okay, listen, all right. You're not getting my 2020 first round picks. You're not getting those. You, you may not even get my 2021. So that thing, that's where the conversation ended between D'Lo, uh, the Warriors, and the Knicks. So I, I think it's more than just Frank. What about LA? What about LA and. The conversation with the Knicks. What about? Did you hear that conversation where it was like uh, they uh, apparently it was um, Kuzma, and they wanted Green as well Be- because to make them. Well, Kuzma is still on his rookie deal, so you ha- if the Lakers wanted to, let's say hypothetically, they wanted to, they wanted Marcus Morris. You can't just do that straight up. So you got to add like the, what what I heard was they were going to add Danny Green. To that, like Danny Green and Kuzma to get Marcus Morris. Anybody else, I don't know, but those were the main main people. So then I'm like, okay, if I can get rid of Marcus Morris, who's a free agent, who's not going to resign here, and I get Kyle Kuzma, a good young piece, and Danny Green, now would they have flipped Danny Green somewhere else? Maybe. So it could have been Morris for, for Kuzma. I would have been like, okay. I, I would have, I would have, if I couldn't, like, I thought the Knicks were reaching. They should have just got, did a straight up deal and then, and then ate the difference of the salary. I don't know if that's possible. 
But from from the LA standpoint, it's like, all right, why would I trade my twenty two, twenty three, whatever, however old Kuzma is for a thirty year old who who's a free agent and may okay may not sign at the end. So it's like I'm not gonna give up a young asset un- unless that thirty year old is like Kevin Durant or some shit like that. So it's like they, you know, Marcus Morris ain't no KD, but to give up and they already traded Ingram last year to to get uh, AD. So Kuzma is the only last real asset they have so save him until another possible target comes into play that makes sense that makes sense i mean but but you know regardless the knicks the knicks had to make that deal um they they you know when they signed the morrises and the todd gibsons and these guys they knew that they were on one-year rentals and but I don't think they they knew that Marcus Morris Morris was gonna be like this 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 gem that playoff contenders was gonna go after. So now if they well, well that's, out, that's where you confuse me. Hold on, excuse me for a second. That's yeah. where you confuse me. Has Marcus? I mean, has Marcus Morris ever been not like not been good? I mean, he he's been decent. But I talk about this year when he like the main focal point of the offense, getting oh, twenty yeah, points a yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, his his numbers. Clearly, the production went up. When you he, he if I'm not mistaken, he he's the one that came from Boston, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when your minutes, when you're efficient with what, let's say twenty, let's say twenty five minutes, when you're efficient with twenty five minutes and you average fifteen, yeah, some players you know may may take a step back if you increase their minutes. So I, I for me, I expected a a player of Morris's caliber. To increase his efficiency, so it's not for me. It's not surprising that he goes from fifteen to twenty some points a game because he's going from twenty five minutes to 35, 36 minutes. So his, I thought his value was always going to be high. That's why he didn't go to San Antonio for two years. He was like, "Well, I'm not going to stay for two years when I can get the same amount of money for one year with the Knicks, and then you mean just uh, sign my last deal with my next team and then figure it out from there." So he's like, it's really starting to pan out for him even more. He may catch a ring down the line, but um, so the Knicks got a lot, a lot of work to do. I pray for you. I pray <laughs> for, I pray for your peace. And I pray for your sanity. Um, listen, man. I, I think I, I, I don't want to speak for every New York Knicks fan, but I, I guess I, I would just for the time being that the Knicks are. The NBA is better when the New York Knicks are good and relevant. I've been saying that for for so long where if the NBA had the Lakers, Philadelphia, Boston, New York, the, the, the main, uh, you know, Chicago, the main anchors of the NBA, they're all good and, and, and competitive and relevant at the same time. I mean... A lot of fans nowadays don't know when the Knicks were good. So someone like Kevin Durant could be like, oh, the Knicks, the Knicks aren't cool. Like, I, I, at this point, I don't care if he came here or not. At, at this point, he's in Brooklyn now. Let's not harp on the fact that he did not choose the Knicks. What's done is done. It, he did not He did not choose us. He did not uh, sit down with us. He never, wanted, <laughs> he, he never wanted to come here. Okay, cool, it's fine. We, we've got to move on. So to, for them to be relevant and to be good – it's just like we've been doing this for so long, and it's like, all right, when is it gonna stop that the Knicks can make smart 
competent moves and, you know, choices. I think now, at this time, you're like, all right, they got a, they got a few good people up on board now to replace Steve Mills. He wasn't cool at all. Kevin Durant wasn't coming here because Steve Mills was here. Or Kawhi Leonard or Kimball Walker. Those guys were not coming here. So now you bring some some guys who were previously agents who had the, the cachet to, to kind of attract these uh these players to come on board. Okay, that's that's a very good start. Now you now you're rebuilding through the draft, that's plan B. So now going into the summertime, it's like, all right, what do you do now? Now for the draft, it's like a lot of people say the 2020 draft is not like last year or it's not a really deep draft, which is fine because now you can either trade some of those picks if you want to get a, to get a caliber superstar or star or an all-star, okay, which is what the Knicks have always done anyway. But I think now it'll be a smarter way to do it. If it's draft night... <clears throat> Or draft time, draft lottery time. If the Knicks are anywhere in the top three, and I've been telling you, I told you that uh, on Twitter earlier, if the Knicks get a top three pick, they need a point guard. They haven't had a great to good point guard in the last 20 years. On I'm sorry, 15 years since Marbury was there. Yeah, they had the Duhans and the Billups and the and the Jeremy Lins and those and Raymond Felton, but nobody has been good or great on Marbury's level. So now the point guard in the draft for me that they should get if they have a chance to get him is LaMelo Ball. A lot of people love Cole Anthony. He's good. I think LaMelo Ball has the skills that can really fit this team. A 6'7 point guard that could do a whole bunch of things. Um, That's the kind of guard you need in New York because the point guards they have now, like the Alfred Paytons and Nilakinas, (laughs) And Dennis Smith Jr. are not going to cut it. If they got D'Lo in a trade, he would have been automatically the best guard on the roster except for R.J. Barrett. Factory. So now he's not on board. You got to, okay, now you you got to build through the draft, which is fine. If LaMelo Ball is there, if you have the number one pick, you might pick LaMelo Ball at number one. If he's still available at two or three, let's just say hypothetically, you take him. If they don't take him, you get a big man. I think um, you know Obi Toppin is a is a viable big man to get at at, at maybe four, three, four, five. He's he's got to be a top five pick from from Dayton, uh, New York kid. A very all the power forwards you sign in the summertime, forget about all of them. He's now one of, one of the main power forwards or forwards you have to go with Randall and Mitchell Robinson. So I don't want fans to feel like all right, they don't get Kuzma. They don't get D'Lo. And I'm like, don't worry about it because we've been we're used to that. Every every summertime we're used to free agency, you know, not going our way. But now you have, now you have to build, do what the Warriors did, and build through the draft. Yeah, man. The, the, the blueprint's already been established. I think I told somebody the other day, I said, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind you doing the tr- trust the process you, you know trust the process uh, move uh-huh. I wouldn't mind that at all if you're saying give me five years to give you the next 15 20 mm-hmm. I would not mind that at all Philly went five years of straight stinking garbage 
Look at where they are now. <laughs> the Knicks, the Knicks literally don't stink enough to really like they they borderline try to do something for half a season. They realize, oh, we messed up. Time to get to the draft. But by that time, they've already lost a footing in where they concede. Right. So it's not like you. So you, you instead of you getting a one or two pick every single year, you're getting a eighth pick, seventh pick, third pick, mm-hmm. seventh pick. No, you're supposed to be getting number ones. That's how you got, obviously, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. So, I mean, listen, even when the Knicks try to lose and and get get a first pick, they don't get it (laughs) last year. We we tanked hard for Zion. Real hard. Can't even do that. Real hard. He couldn't even get Zion. Real hard, and I'm like, I'm like, listen, like the Pelicans just traded Ant Davis, and now they get the the number one overall pick, and it's like, come on, man, like the Knicks are just, the Knicks are just not lucky enough. Them and uh, them and you, Cleveland, listen, how them and Cleveland, them and Cleveland hit the home run. Them and Cleveland, uh, stay, stay. Well, yeah, them, New Orleans, and Cleveland stay with the luck. New Orleans and Cleveland stay with the luck. The number one picks. The moves they stay with the luck. Yo, man, I, listen. I, maybe a, a maybe a retro episode got to be on this. How did the Cleveland Cavaliers get the first pick like four times? They got LeBron. They got Kyrie Irving. They get Anthony Bennett. It was a bust. And then they, and then Andrew Wiggins. They got the first pick four times. The New York Knicks haven't had the first overall pick since Patrick Ewing in '85. They they were so lucky. They were able to get a bust, and it didn't matter. <laughs> the next year they got another one, the one pick. Like they yeah. got a bust for the number one pick, and it did it didn't it didn't like sometimes that will just like cripple you for like years. Yeah. And they it, were like, no, no, right back at it. And what's crazy, all those all those uh, first picks for the Cavaliers are not even nowhere near the roster. No. And we can't get one in, what, 20, 25, 30 years. We can't get one. It's crazy, man. But I, I think um, there is light at the end of the tunnel for, the, for New York's, uh, New York Knicks fans and um, – it, again, you, I think they what they what they really need to do is go through a full rebuild process, and, and if this is it, then we all have to be in on it. I mean, you know, you know, all, all for it because you can't just do you can't be rebuilt for one year and do a band aid trade. Now, if, if you get a superstar somehow, then okay, that that might expedite it. But like you like you mentioned with Philly with the Ben Simmons and, and Joel and B, it took time, and, and look what they got two bona fide all stars. The Knicks yep. have the Knicks have to go through a full rebuild process and getting seven seven first round picks in the next four years, and you got four of them in the next two years. That might work. Just don't. It might work. It, it might work. It, just, just like I said, I just hope. I hope they 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 scout well, and I hope that you know they 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 get them a diamond in the rough, and it's not like a long time before they're you know they're doing something big because, you know it. To miss out on Steph Curry, to miss out on—I don't even want to get into it anymore. I'm so depressed. Listen, that, that, <laughs> that, that retro room has to be a thing where the Knicks were were one pick away 
from Steph Curry, and he wanted to come to New York. Again, not our luck, but we don't get Stephen Curry. We get Jordan Hill. Thank you. Who's not even in the league right now. Thank you. Steph Curry's a three-time champ. Thank you. Um, Real quick, what did you make of the deal for the Clippers? Um, L.A. Lakers were trying to get Marcus Morris. The Clippers have it. Um, They traded Mo Harkless and some draft picks to get Marcus Morris. He goes there with Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. You got Zubak, Pat Beverly, Montrez Harrell, Shamit. The Knicks tried to get Shamit too, but they weren't having that. I mean, listen. Yo, listen. You're trying to make a deal with Jerry West. You're not going to win. <laughs> you're not, not going to fleece the logo. You're not. So, sorry, Knicks. You're not getting the best out of Jerry West. Sorry. So, I mean, I like I liked the deal for the Clippers. I, does it put them like, oh, wow, automatically they're the best team in the Western Conference? Are they, are they the best team best team in the NBA? The Bucs had the, had the best record. What did you make of the deal for the Clippers? Ah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a hot take here. It's gonna be a hot take. Some people oh, may be mad at me. I originally picked the Lakers to win the championship this year. Okay. Over Milwaukee, and mm. both of those picks, both of those picks may be in jeopardy after after the uh, trades I saw today. Okay. The 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 Clippers are nasty, man. <laughs> They're nasty. <laughs> they are nasty. They are nasty. Mm. They are deep. They don't. They are not scared. They are battle tested. They have playoff experience. They got coaching. I am fearful. And 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 correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, uh, Tyrone. What which bench is Tyrone Lue on? I just want to make sure I'm thinking the correctly. Tyrone Lue's on whose bench? The Clippers. Okay, I'm just making sure. So, I think he knows a little bit about LeBron. I'm excited because they have so many bodies to go at the two people that will hurt them the most, LeBron and Anthony Davis. They have a plethora of bodies they can throw at that problem. And they really need to just solve one, not both. They really need to just solve one. And what I mean by solve that problem, I mean AD and LeBron. What you do is you target one and you minimize their shooting percentage. So if I'm a betting man, what Doc Rivers is going to do is he's going to target LeBron on the pick and roll every time. And he's going to make it tough for him to make that pass, whether he's putting the Kawhi on him, whether he's putting... Uh, Paul George and Patrick Beverly, Morris, or Morris the twin. It doesn't matter. They're going to make it hard for LeBron. So LeBron's going to more than likely limit, is going to limit his assists, hopefully, as well as it's going to limit his scoring. And it's going to, it's going to take him a lot to score. It's going to lower his shooting percentage. He may get 30, but it may take him 30 shots. Mm. So I'm leaning towards the Clippers to win the championship. Kawhi to lift that trophy once again. Kawhi to look LeBron in the face and say, it's me again. Bitch. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I like, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I like the the, 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 the trade for the Clippers. Um, you know, you, you're bringing a guy. What's, what's been impressive with Mars, the fact that he's the fifth best 
shooter, a three-point shooter in the league right now by percentage-wise. So you're getting a guy who can score, who can shoot the three, who can like back down, uh, rebound. And, and play. And play defense. And play defense. And, and, and like, like a real rugged, rough rider kind of guy. Someone that the Clippers already have. And they're adding one more person to to, to that roster. Um, Perfect. It, it just, um, man, the Clippers are tough, man. I, I, we, all these trades we, we've been seeing. I'm surprised the Lakers did not make a move. Um, they tried. They tried. They tried. Um, they're giving J.R. Smith a, a workout soon. So yeah, if that. they want mm-hmm. three point shooting, they're looking at J.R. Smith. We heard about the Kuzma rumors. Um, nobody really else was involved in a trade rumor. They didn't um, want to give up. They don't want to give up anybody. They didn't want to give up anybody. So you're not going to get anything back if you want to. You know, if you're saying, "Go, oh, well, Kyle Kuzma's off limits, and we're not trading," you know, that's the only technically the only asset that. And I heard, I heard also Caruso was getting some calls too. So yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, um, so 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 you know, I mean, other than that, you're not getting AD, you're not you're not getting LeBron, you're not getting you know, everybody else you're probably gonna get, you know, you depends on if you want them or not, which technically, you know, they it's not a, a high calling for a Rondo or a McGee or a Danny Green by themselves mm-hmm. or you know, the or Crusoe obviously and Kuzma's the, 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 the key. Yeah. But they, you know, they didn't solve it. Um I like them. The Clippers are going to be in the Western Conference Finals, likely against the Lakers, and the Clippers might beat them. I know they got LeBron and and and, uh, and Davis, but I I thought the Lakers could have added somebody. They missed out on Iguodala. Uh, they were, I heard they were trying to get Derrick Rose. They didn't get him, so it's going to be tough, man. I, you know, Kawhi's going to look LeBron the Clippers, in the eye, the raise Clippers, that trophy, and say, yeah. "This is who I am." I'm the guy that beat you with San Antonio twice. Is that correct? Once. 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 It was supposed to be two times, but, of course, Ray Allen hit a three. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, let me just add this. Let me just say two, hypothetically. But they won the year after that, didn't they? Uh, LeBron beat Kawhi in 13, but then San Antonio beat LeBron in 14. Didn't they? It was San Antonio won, then they lost, and then they won again. Wasn't that correct? No, San Antonio, they won in 2013. I'm sorry, 2014. Miami won 2013. The last time the Spurs won prior to 2014 was, I think, 07. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's what I'm confusing. I'm sorry. Mm. I apologize. I'm po- I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. What it was was, yes, Kawhi won in San Antonio, then won in obvious. Then was supposed to win, but obviously Ray hit a hit a hit a, uh, hit a three. Right. Then then he wins in Toronto. Exactly. And now he can come to L.A. because the conversation was, well, he's. He's going to go Joe LeBron. He's going to go Joe LeBron. No, mm. buddy. I want to raise this trophy yep. in my home city. I was born here in these California streets. True or false? True. I was born in these California streets. You're from Cleveland. <laughs> you think I don't know? You think I don't know I'm the second fiddle in this town? You think I don't know everybody's talking about Brandis, Brandis, Brandis? But people forget. People forget. 
I took you out. I took you out and then won a chip on my own with another crew. And so not, this- not, not only took him out, but kind of ended that whole dynasty with uh, with uh, Miami. Absolutely. I'm a killer. Kawhi, that's his new name. Kawhi the LeBron killer. And then and Kawhi ended the the, the Warriors <laughs> dynasty too. He's the killer. So all this conversation, I mean, again, everybody has an opinion who the best player is on the planet, whether you're talking your Lucas, you're talking your Kevin Durant when he's healthy, you're talking your LeBrons, you're talking your James Harden, maybe even Curry Curry Juice. Kawhi Leonard, when he's healthy, on both ends of the court, I, papi, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm picking Kawhi first if I have to pick a basketball player to be my number one pick. Mm. I got to pick Kawhi first out of everybody. Well, if and he plays can, enough, if he plays enough. Yeah, man. He Listen, the, from what I'm reading and what I'm seeing, they're playing him exactly how uh, an NBA seven game series would 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 pan out mm-hmm. they're not playing it they're not playing him in back to backs and in the seven game series type of uh, season they're creating for him he's averaging like 30 on like 50 percent shooting he's 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 being Kawhi. MV, MVP Finals MVP Kawhi. and that's all you need. To, to bring you one inch away from a championship. Mm. Um, I think I think it'll come down to home court advantage for that Lakers uh, Clippers. If we don't get a Lakers, if we don't get an oh. LA LA Western Conference Finals, then that'll just be a total. It's a wash. It's a wash. It's a wash. It doesn't even count. It, it, yeah. What? What? Staples Center, and that. then and then come on. Is it? You gotta have that. It's it's LA versus. But wait, hold on. Oh, this is not the year they do the reseeding, right? No. Oh, okay, okay. That's why they no. need to do the reseeding. Eh, eh, different topic for a different day. But I, I think yes, they, I think they should leave it the way it is. You know. All right. That's just me. Um, the Knicks did not get the D'Angelo Russell, but Minnesota did. Uh, the Wolves were a team that. We're highly looking at uh, Russell's uh, whatever going forward about whether he was going to stay in Golden State by the trade deadline or past uh, this season. But they did acquire D'Lo. Uh, him and him and Cat are, are, are good best friends. So now they're going to pair up together in Minnesota. And in return for Golden State, they get Andrew Wiggins, a 2021 protected first round pick and a 2022 second round pick. So, I'll let you go first. What did you make of the deal for both Minnesota and the Warriors? Well, everybody wins. Warriors are looking to reload. And the Warriors are actually great at uh, scouting and looking at talent and seeing how it fits in their uh, their um, their system. And from, if I'm not mistaken, they picked up Harrison Barnes again. Who, the Warriors? From what I read. Not Double check I, your sources, buddy. I I just I just dropped a wolf bomb on you. Uh, I didn't see nothing about Harrison Barnes all day. I think he's still. You sure? Yeah, 
Am I bugging? I think right, I think you're I'm bugging. Bu- well, maybe I'm maybe I'm bugging. Harrison Barnes didn't get traded. I think your Walsh um, bomb was a dud, buddy. All right, my Walsh bomb was actually a little, a little, yeah, little, little wet yeah, firecracker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was bad. So you're looking at Golden State. You're looking at Minnesota. Minnesota. I mean the 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 best buddies, the step brothers. Let them play together. Let them have fun. Um, obviously, uh, D'Lo said he wanted to play also with uh, Devin Booker, so maybe that'll happen down the line. Who knows? Um, but everybody wins. Uh, you know, Minnesota gets a good point guard, and uh, Golden State gets to re, you know get to you know still have their. I mean, they still have their core. What the core three? Clay Curry and um, Draymond, and then they just got to yeah. pick up one more. They got to pick up one more uh, guy that's on a superstar level. And we in it. I like the deal for both. I know some fans out there were like, oh, Andrew Wiggins. I, I, listen, man. Um, D'Lo is only 23 uh, years old. He's an all-star. I think he was the piece that Minnesota and uh, can build uh, with him going forward with Towns. It makes Towns very happy because, you know, there were some rumblings that maybe Cat wanted to be out of Minnesota. But so I think now he's uh, – if he, now he has D'Lo there. Now they can put that to rest of like, all right, we're going to have Cat here for a little, just a little while longer. We'll see how this goes with him and D'Lo. Uh, I, don't, I don't look for much until next season. I think this, this year is pretty much over for Minnesota, but we'll see how, how they mesh. Um, I, think, I think Andrew Wiggins needed a new scenery. I think he's been, you know, quote, unquote, the man. Um, or the franchise player for Minnesota for, for far too long. Uh, I think Cat became the franchise over there. So, again, Wiggins, a, 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 I think, a very good player. He, he's not the, the most perfect player, but I think him going from Minnesota to Golden State in a, in a, in a more, not, not this season, but like a, a winning culture that they have shown over the past five years with Curry, with Steve Kerr, with Clay, with Draymond. Um, you put him in that environment, uh, he can still get you 15, 20 a game. He he might be the, he might be the third option uh, behind Curry and Clay. Uh, can still get you a bucket. That you know does have to work on the on the uh, defensive end. But I think just putting him in the mix with those all stars with those veterans, um, he won't be asked to do much as he was to do in Minnesota to be the man. He don't have to be the man. With the Warriors, he he had to be the man or one of the two guys in Minnesota for 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 the for the focal point of the offense. So he's still young too, man. He he was uh, five six years in the league, uh, plenty more to go. Winning environment, you start fresh next next year with Golden State. Everybody back healthy. Uh, I think Steve Curry getting back on the right track. So I think I like the deal for both. I um. You know, for next season, that's where we'll look to see how it really pans out for D'Lo and Cat and for Andrew Wiggins with the Warriors. But any fan out there who's going to say, well, Andrew Wiggins is not that good or overrated or the plus minus or whatever, or D'Lo, the same thing, man. These two guys are still young, still two of the better players we have in the NBA, just needed a new scenery. Um, and I, I don't think D'Lo in the, with the Warriors was a perfect fit, so they got rid of him early. And you'll see him with Minnesota for the next uh, three, four years. 
I think that'll be the duration of, of Cat being there as well. I like both. I don't think there's any loser with that deal. Yeah, you'd be surprised what good coaching could do to uh, Andrew Wiggins. So don't sleep. Don't sleep. You'd be surprised what good coaching and, and, and a guy who has rings will, will do will do to your, your, your ego, will do to your confidence. So, you know, we haven't seen, I mean, who's Wiggins really played for in the last couple of years? Mm-hmm. Uh, Flip Saunders Nobody Flip Saunders His son That's really it Yeah So You know We'll see Um Yeah man I just um I can't wait for it For You know what With D'Lo Saying you know I got ice in my veins. You know what? What better city to have a lot of ice on you than the Minnesota? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I get, you got all you the ice be, in the world. You gonna be cold, cold. He is super cold over there, bro. Uh, um, but it's nice, man. I, I seen Cat on social media. You know, he had the the, the D'Lo um, picture with the crown of the Slam magazine cover. I think he wore a shirt that said him and D'Lo uh, and Big Cat. So. Um, I think that's going to be a nice duo. Again, another duo in Minnesota, like a Marbury Garnett kind of thing. So we'll see how how long that that, that, that plays out for. Um, I think the other major trade factor um, from this uh, deadline was how good the Miami Heat got. And, you know, when we started the season, it was down to Milwaukee and Philadelphia. Now you start changing. Well, Boston could be in the mix. Toronto, they won like 12 in a row. They can be in the mix. But now Miami is slowly creeping into that. Not like a top five. We're talking like top two, top three team. They added Iguodala, um, uh, Jay Crowder, Solomon Hill from Memphis, they gave Iguodala a two-year, thirty-mil extension on top of that, and you know Memphis is still Money. Memphis is still rebuilding with, with a whole bunch of talent. Uh, Winslow is now over there, and a whole bunch of players. So now you put Iguodala with the likes of Jimmy Butler, the Bam out of Bayou's, the Kelly Olynyk, uh, Dragic, Kendrick Nunn, Tally Hero, squad, a, a, a squad. Um, still for me, like. They're very good. If they Scary. could have added one more like go-to kind of guy, like a Jimmy Butler, that could when Jimmy's off or, or when Jimmy's getting double team, it's not his night. You can rely on somebody else. I'm still waiting for that somebody else. Now Bam is a good well, player, all star, but well, that's what makes the team so dangerous because I don't think I don't think Jimmy Butler's. You know, I mean, they're gonna go through him. But I don't think it's going to be – you can't just um, automatically assume it's going to be Jimmy Butler every night. These mm. guys are, are fearless. Hero, none. These guys are fearless. And then you, you just added um, – you see how fast they got rid of Deion Waiters, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. So now Deion Waiters goes to Memphis, but I'm hearing that they'll waive him anyway. So it don't matter. Oh, they yeah. – <laughs> Yo, he he in Miami. He just was man. He was supposed to be playing. Well, he did play himself into a contract, but looks like that last gonna be his last contract. The way he, the way he's, the way it's looking. You see what happened with um, it too. They about to uh, he got traded, and then now they about to cut him. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, so I mean, you know, Miami Miami looks good. I like what they they've done, and you see you see the difference in management, right? Pat yeah. Riley never wants to go through the draft. He doesn't want to do it. If he has to, he will. But he'll be he'll have to be forced. Like he'll go to the playoffs and be like the fifth seed, the fourth seed, and just keep adding. He won't be like, all right, and he'll even do the eighth seed. He'll be like, all right, just keep building. Keep building. I'm gonna see if I can, you know, stack some um, assets and make a good trade. So, hey man, when it comes to Jerry West and Pat Riley on draft night, trade deadline, it's like they always get their man, right? You know, they always get their guy. If you want somebody, they're gonna get it. Jerry West. Jerry West wanted Kawhi Leonard. He got Kawhi Leonard. He wanted Paul George. Sure. We'll trade you Paul George at 2 o'clock in the morning out of nowhere. We'll trade you Paul George because you're the logo. Pat Riley, if you want uh, Iguodala, sure, you'll get Andre Iguodala. Iguodala was at home writing books, doing <laughs> working out, doing nothing, chilling. And he comes back to work and gets a contract extension for Money. two years. Now, imagine you being at home, work, uh, at home not working, and – you go for a job interview, you get the job, and they say, you know what? We're going to raise you right now. You'd be like, holy shit, really? I'll take it. And I think <laughs> that was a piece that the Lakers wanted. The Lakers had Iguodala. Then it's like, oh, man, that's tough. The Clippers got Iguodala. Oh, man, that shit is tough. But now with Miami, a team that you did not really see Iguodala going to in the first place, they're like, oh, wow, okay. I can see that. And then you add Jay Crowder, a good solid piece. A, a, a lot of rough riders on that roster to go with young guys like, like Jimmy and Bam and, and the heroes. And Listen, man, that Miami Heat team, if you ask me right now, it's going to come down to oh – it's going to come down to Milwaukee. Does, does that deal make Miami better real quick? Uh, one by one. Does it make them better than Boston right now? Yes. Does it make them better than Toronto? No. So right now you have Toronto above Miami. Yes. Does it make them? Does it? Does Miami now become better than Philadelphia? I no I, no, uh, no no. I don't trust Philly, no. man. I don't. I, no, no, I, I, no, no, I don't no, trust no, them. No. I don't trust them. Uh, I don't trust Philly, but they were one bounce away, technically, from going to Eastern Conference Final. Um, are we bugging? No, you're right. You're right. So if you're one bounce away, and, I mean, technically, they didn't get worse. They didn't get better. I mean, I'm sure somebody that has analytics will tell me, uh, you know, I'm bugging. Um, I, think they've, I think they've added the... They added a couple pieces that I like defensively. Young, they got younger, so it's still a lot to be seen. But one bounce away from an Eastern Conference uh, championship, so. And you know, uh, Philly, Philly made a few moves too. Um, I know they made a few moves. They they got um, Glenn Robinson the third. They got. I think they wanted to help their bench and, and their outside shooting. So um, it was Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson the third to Philadelphia. 
Um, and they traded James Ennis somewhere. I'm not sure what they got. They probably got a, a pick for that. So they were making some moves. But I think it's down to, uh, you know, could Milwaukee have made a move? Eh, sure. You know, just, you know, they had the same team since last year. So or sort of. But I think it's down to Milwaukee and, my, and Miami. Um, the, the Heat, I think, no... Nothing short of a conference semifinals for them. I'll tell you that much. Uh, they will be in the final four for the East. I mean, that's not, that's not a hot take. I'm just saying. Um, I don't trust Philly in the playoffs. Um, you know, they got rid of Butler. They got rid of uh, J.J. Redick last year. They lost a lot. Of, Al, Al Horford, they lost a lot of um, – I'm sorry, um, Al Horford's now Philly. Um, Toronto is a good man. Siakam is – and, and Kyle Lowry, they're doing their thing. Two all-stars. Boston, you got Kimba run, running the show. Tatum's all-star. So it's going to be... I Listen, man. It's tough to pick who's going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals outside of Milwaukee. So I think that's what's good for the Eastern Conference. Yep. You got five teams in the mix, uh, which is good. But I think Miami did a really good job getting these uh, these players. Hundred percent. I mean, again, they they every year they look looks like they they know what they're doing when it comes to scouting talent, knowing what kind of talent will fit in the system. No different than San Antonio. They just got the system down packed, and they they do what they do. So um, we'll see what happens for sure. Um, the Rockets made a deal. Dumb. They, they got. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Dumb. Yeah, talk about real quick before I get to the Rockets, because that'll be part of the the last big thing we talk about. Um, as far as trade, um, what did you make of the Drummond deal to Cleveland? I, I'm confused about it. I don't know why you have two seven footers on the same team. Um, and then it seemed like Detroit was like, "We're just tired of paying him." We we know he's an all star, but we're tired of paying him, so they just gave him up for, um, you know, two 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 run down pair of sneakers. Bro, that came out of nowhere. I'm like, what and why? Like, okay, now Drummond, what? I don't think he was gonna resign there. Detroit knew that, and it's like, all right, well, let's trade you to the Cavaliers. And and it's like I don't even know who they traded Drummond for. I mean, Drummond's a, a all star. He was an all star before. Like, um, it, it, my thing is when I first saw it, I'm thinking, okay, Tristan Thompson's out of here. Kevin Love is out of here. I, you know, we keep hearing Kevin Love you know, could be traded. I'm surprised he's still there. And they traded Drummond for I don't even know who. Uh, Hen- mm. Hens- John Henson. And, yep. and Brandon Knight. I'm like, what's going on here? Yep. Like, ew. Yeah, they just got rid of them. I mean, God, God bless Kevin Love. I know he's probably still upset that he's still there. You know what I mean, he's probably hoping to get traded like it, you know, everybody else who wants to uh, thrive and actually win games and have chances to win championships. But, you know, we, we all can't be Kyle Corver. You know, we all can't be, you know, uh, you know, uh, shooter assassins. You know, me I mean, now, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Do you see Drummond even staying there? Like, do you see him? Like, I, I think he's a rental. I will be very shocked if he resigns there or something. I, I don't. I don't know. That's terrible. No, I, terrible trade. I don't. 
yeah, I don't know what the hell they're they're thinking. So I I hope they figure it out soon. Blake Griff, they still got Blake Griff. God bless him too. I know he's probably begging the, begging for release papers, but he's yeah. stuck there. Um, so the big mega deal as far as the 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 the, the, the amount of players, uh, the Rockets, Minnesota, Atlanta. And Denver. So th- this is part one. So the Rockets, uh, the Rockets got Robert Covington. Atlanta got Clint Capella and Nene. So you traded two big men for uh, a two or three. Minnesota gets Malik Beasley, Juancho Hernan Gomez, and Evan Turner. Atlanta gets a uh, a first round pick from Brooklyn. I'm sorry. Minnesota gets a first-round pick from from Brooklyn. Denver gets Gerald Green and a Houston first-round pick. Then it was, oh, I hope uh, Jordan Bell was involved. He got traded to Houston, but then now he got traded to Memphis. Um, it was a lot. It was. I'm like, it was the biggest, the biggest NBA deal. Since the Knicks traded Patrick Ewing to Seattle in 2000, Jesus, and I'm and I'm sitting here like, okay, that trade happened. Who won? <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, you traded all these you know sub subpar players and like, all right, who really won this deal? I, I know the Rockets did not win. And my thing is this: for what? Cleveland traded Drummond for you mean to tell me that two nights ago the Rockets couldn't make some sort of deal to get Andre Drummond if they if they want a big man or the or Atlanta if they Atlanta want a big man they couldn't come up with a deal to get Drummond yeah you got Capella but I would take Drummond over Capella Westbrook's Westbrook and PJ Tucker PJ Tucker's a starting starting center as of right now yeah good luck yeah good luck. Good luck. Westbrook and him are going to have to average 50 rebounds for them to even be for them to even compete in the game. Forget winning the game, compete in the game. How many big men are in the West that are good? Let's 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 just go through them. Rudy Gobert. You got Gobert. You got Jokic. Jokic. You got Valachunas. Valachunas from Memphis. Okay, all right. He don't really play that much, but yeah, he's and he's not even that good. I'm just saying he's decent. Got Ann Davis. You got Ann Davis. Uh, big man, big man. Uh, when healthy, uh, uh, Nurkic from Portland. Dogs. Um, Houston's Houston's looking to be the seventh uh, seed. Aldridge. <laughs> Houston's looking to be the seventh seed. They're not focused. But, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. It's over, man. Mike Mike Dan Tony might be out of here anyway, so he probably don't he probably don't care right now. That is fair. Like, why he trade two big men? I mean, okay. Trade well, wait, two- is he the GM? No, it's Daryl Morey, isn't it? I know, Darryl but Dan, Dan Tony is on on the, the final year of his contract. That there's no anything about him coming back or resigning. Oh, I get you. I get you. Um, so it's like he he could be a lame duck coach. So they're not going nowhere. You trade two big men, and you don't get a big man, big man back, and now now you're scrambling to get a big man. Like, what was the point? Like, that was dumb. 
<laughs> and now you got you got you, 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 you're going to be in, in the Western good. Conference playoffs to guard the the, the Jokic and the, and Davis and you know it's, they're you basically got? saying, bro. What who you got? Basically saying is we we are going to rely so much on the small ball that we're going to the analytics analytics suggest mm. you know the small balls the wave and. That don't work in the playoffs, bruh, bruh. I don't know why they, they see, and they're taking the regular season as as the the test. When I don't think they're taking the playoffs into consideration. Listen, man. Um, I'm looking at where the Rockets at right now. Where are they right now? Because that was a doo doo trade. And um, <laughs> they, look, they're, they're tied. They're tied for fifth. Um, Lakers, Clippers, Denver, Rockets, Utah, Thunder, Mavericks, and Memphis are your top eight right now. <clears throat> and I, I, I didn't even mention Porzingis as far as the big man that you gotta like. You know, just nope. Yep. yep. Uh, Zubac yep. and those guys from 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 yep. the Clippers. Um, yep. 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 Like that. Yep. Like you make that trade as the fourth seed, and it's like, how, how did I? How, how? I mean, it helps you in one area, but it's like you you really gutted your 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 big man, your centers, to get a, a guard. It's like, I I, I don't know, man. I, that they wanted. They, they basically want uh, James Harden to kill himself uh, to, for them to even. Yeah, be and in it, the it, game. It, if the playoffs were today, you would play Utah again in the first round. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're going to lose to Utah. I think With that so roster. Too. I think they'll so. lose. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I, I, what other trades happen? I mean, you got some smaller stuff, but not really big, like the 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 the, the Russell, the Marcus Morris, the the Iguodala stuff. Um, this mega deal with the Rockets. Anything else that intrigue? Uh, I, I'm surprised Kevin Love did not get traded. I'm surprised um, Aldridge and DeRozan. I keep hearing about they they stayed put. I'm surprised Kuzma did not get traded. These are, these are guys you kept hearing for the last couple of weeks or months that should be traded or will be traded. Anybody else who you felt like could have been traded, should have been traded, but is still on the same roster? Um, I mean, no, not really. I think the people that needed to go, you know, needed to go. Um, you know, I'm not... Yeah, I don't see anybody else, anybody else moving like that. We all we all knew that there were certain individuals on one year contracts that may possibly move. And I'm still, you know, obviously we still have, uh, you know, Darren Darren Collison may still get signed from what I hear. Mm, maybe uh, the Lakers, maybe, maybe. Yeah, so that's a good addition, and you know they may get Jr. So it, it, yeah, it, it may the roster may fill out. In the you know in the next couple of days we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, did you like 
what did you make of now the official all-star rosters for Team LeBron and Team Giannis? You know, last night on TNT, they had the draft and um, a little interesting. You know, uh, GM uh, Giannis is uh, <laughs> not liked by many on Twitter. Like, oh, Giannis picked this roster. No one he's not a GM or whatever. Team LeBron's going to smack him by 100. So, what did you make of Team Giannis and Team LeBron in the the All Star Game draft? Um, well, yeah, I don't know what what Giannis was thinking. Um, you know, he he's wow, wow, wow for the night, and I it maybe it's competitive. We'll see. I just know that that LeBron starting five is something to behold. Let me tell you. Yeah, LeBron and Davis. Kawhi, Luca, and James Harden gives you gives you chills. And Giannis, Trey Young, Kimba, Siakam, Joel Embiid gives you chills. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm excited. We'll see. I, li- I like the new format anyway. I don't like the uh, the um. I mean, the other uh, you know, obviously the original format was cool, the bold, and then the the uh, the, the coaches, but. I like I like where you're able to pick a team draft and see what what players pick last and and see what players of value. You obviously saw obviously how they feel about Luca. You know what I'm saying? So it was pretty dope. So to to round up the entire um, All Star roster for both LeBron, Team LeBron, and um, Team Giannis. So. We have LeBron, obviously, and Davis, Kawhi, Luka, James Harden, Dame Lillard, Ben Simmons, Jokic, Jason Tatum, Chris Paul, Westbrook, and Sabonis. Uh, for Team Giannis is Giannis, Joel Embiid, Siakam, Kemba, Trey Young, Chris Middleton, Bam Adebayo, Rudy Gobert, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Brandon Ingram, and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like the more sexy names are with are with LeBron, but I think Giannis Giannis has a pretty good team. Um, sorry, sorry. Now, what did you, right, what you do know. you make of the new format for the All Star Game? As far as like um, the new rules, where the score would re, uh, reset after after every quarter, and then like who, as far as the accumulation of points. Whoever has the most points going into the fourth quarter, um, they're going to add 24 points for a target score uh, for Kobe. So that, so if if I'm winning at the three quarters, 140 to 120, they add 24 more points. So now that the target score is 164, the first team to score that many points wins the game. If that makes sense to you, eh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, eh, like, no. So you're not intrigued by any of this? Nah, man. I mean, I don't. Nah, man. Just let roll the ball out, B. Just, just, just roll the ball out. Let's go. That's it. So you want just a, a, a generic all-star game? I mean, I've always said I think they should start adding. Um, Hot, you know, hot spots like uh, the big three, but like a, like that's just four, my opinion. 
like a four pointer and shit. Absolutely. I think they should add four pointers and all that. I think they absolutely should. Because I mean, at this point, where's Damian Lillard, Lillard really shooting from? Let's let's stop. Like five pointers. Let's let's stop. Let's stop the let's stop the malarkey. Where's Damian Lillard, Lillard usually shooting from? He's not shooting from the free. He's not shooting from three point land. He's shooting from half court. He's shooting from half court. Who do you might as well give him four points for that. Who do you have as All Star Game MVP? Um, I'm gonna go with Luca. Mm, Luca. Go Luca. I'm going Dame Lillard. I think uh, it, it, it's his time. No pun intended. Dame time. Um, he's been having a, 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 an incredible year, averaging fifty or forty-five plus in the last two weeks. Player he's on the tear. Um, he did not get player Western Conference Player of the Month, which I don't know what else you have to do <laughs> than average 45 or more in back-to-back weeks to win Western Conference Player of the Month for January. But LeBron got that. Different story for a different time. But I think Dame is going to win the MVP. I, th- I think it'll be him. Well, we shall see. I mean, you know, he... He's definitely on fire, so it's not like he's not in a rhythm. So I hope he continues it, and I hope it. Uh, you know, I hope it. Um, I hope it's a great game all, all around. I hope it's dope, 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 dope weekend, dope game. Um. Yeah. So you got Luca. I got Dame. All Star Game MVPs. All Star Game is about another week and a half in Chicago. We now we now. Uh, I probably more elaborate more next week, but. Uh, we know the slam dunk participants. We, uh, we do know the rising uh, skills challenge. We do know the the, the, the three point contestants. I don't I don't have it in front of me, but all I know is the slam dunk people, which is Dwight Howard, the dude from Milwaukee, um, Derek Jones Jr., and Aaron Gordon. So real quick, man, I, I find it very hard to 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 accept that. The All-Star game is in Chicago, and Zach Levine is a Chicago Bull. One, he did not make the All-Star team, which I think he could have, averaging 25 a game. But he's not in a dunk contest in Chicago, and you're a Chicago Bull. And you got Aaron Gordon in there. You Everybody wants the rematch, and we don't have it. That's what throws me off. It's very, very confusing. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a, a, a intro during it where they just say, you know what? We're going to go against the grain. This is a surprise. Go ahead, Zach. Jump in. Maybe. You know, they always do something fancy, fancy. So maybe that maybe they're setting up the, the stage for it as opposed to just announcing it for... Um, you know, good effect and good uh, retweet value. Yeah, now 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 you're gonna have Aaron Gordon in there. No Zach Levine. I I I'm intrigued to see what Dwight does. Um, he could, Dwight could win it. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, Dwight could. Win I, I don't know. I don't know what Dwight. I mean, uh, you know, it's not to me a seven footer doing a dunk, unless he's gonna do something I've never seen before. Seven footer doing a dunk is not impressive to me. 
unless he's you know doing something we've never seen before. I, I don't know what. I mean, I'll go to YouTube, see what's out there, but I don't know what he could possibly do that we haven't seen. Unless, unless, unless he does like, you know, unless he's ducking on twelve foot rims. Uh, even then, I'm like, but you ten feet. I mean, you 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 seven foot. So jumping on a, you know, ducking on a ten foot. I mean, twelve foot rim is just like, uh, I mean, I, I like like I said about the dunk contest. It's very simple for me. Uh-huh. At this point, at this point, the superstars that we want to see in these dunk contests are not taking it, not 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 jumping in. So, what we have to do, or what the NBA should do, change it up. Go online, look at the top dunkers, and bring them in and have us judge them. Because I've seen some things on YouTube that I was like, oh no, that. That that's fire. Like I've never seen that done before. So why why are we re rehashing and re seasoning old dunks with players that really don't want to do it, don't have no energy in it? We can get fresh faces that are like, yeah, now I'm on the big stage at Duncan. I'm gonna show you guys what I got. It would be brilliant, but you know, whatevs. So to be fair, real quick, so we have the skills challenge. Pat Beverly. Uh, Sabonis from Indiana, Chris Middleton, Tatum, Bam Adebayo, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Pascal Siakam. Three-point contest, Devontae Graham, Zach Levine. Zach does a three-point contest, not the fucking slam dunk contest. Uh, Duncan Robinson, Trey Young, Buddy Heald, uh, uh, Bertans, Joe Harris, Damian Lillard, and we mentioned the dunk contest, uh, Dwight Howard, Derek Jones Jr., uh, Aaron Gordon and Pat Cunnington from Milwaukee. So probably next week we'll we'll figure out who we gonna pick um, for the dunk contest, for the skills challenge, for the three point contest. Might put a little bet on it. We'll see what happens, but um, should be interesting for All Star Weekend back in Chicago, first time since '88. And uh, yesterday was the anniversary for the '88 dunk contest with Michael and Dominique. So. Uh, if you haven't seen it or haven't seen it in a long time, go ahead and check it out. One of the better slam dunk contests of all time, right? Absolutely. Uh, anything else I'm missing? Danny Blanco, anything else I'm missing that needs to be brought up? No, I think you covered it, uh, you know, covered it all right now. Uh, at this point, a lot of movement, a lot of, lot of changes of, uh, scenery for a lot of these players. Or at least they can do it before the all-star break. So now, you know, they can rest their head and, and get situated in their, their new environments. So the second season is about to start right after the, uh, you know, all-star game. It's going to be dope. I am Denny Blanco. Holla at me. If you think I'm crazy, what, you know, talking to Randy <laughs> about these about these topics, you can at me at I am Denny Blanco. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. I am Denny Blanco. Yep. I am Danny Blanco on Twitter, on IG. You can follow me at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Give us a rate, comment, download, subscribe, all that good stuff. Show some love to the show. It's in the game. Danny Blanco, I definitely appreciate it, my guy. Thank you. All right, man. Take it easy.